Welcome to Crotchets and Quavers, the weekly podcast of the music program at St. Andrew's Episcopal Church in downtown Fort Worth. I am Jason Runnels, choir master of St. Andrew's. And one of the nice things about working at St. Andrew's is that I get to do a great variety of music. If you have followed the previous podcasts, then you know we perform works from the Renaissance up through contemporary composers. I've been fortunate to work with a number of composers throughout my career that are eager to write for choir and have their music performed. Such is the case with Joseph Gentry Stevens, a young composer whose piece is featured this week. Stevens grew up in Texarkana, Arkansas, and spent a lot of time around music, particularly church choirs and school band. He pursued music to a more serious degree at the University of Arkansas, Monticello. His primary professor was Dr. Kent Skinner. From there, he moved to the University of Northern Colorado, where he studied conducting with Dr. Howard Skinner, father of Kent Skinner. Stevens feels that the father-son connection gave his education a sense of continuity. Out of school, Stevens directed music within the educational system and a couple of large churches. Before long, though, he felt a pull to work in music as a secondary vocation. In 1999, Stevens began Stevens Music, www.stephensmusic.com, which has allowed his music to be performed throughout the world. When asked which composers have influenced his style, Stevens lists Charles Ives and Alexander Borodin, two men who worked outside of academia to further the goals of music. He also mentions Arvo Pert, John Taverner, Maurice Durifley, Morton Lauritsen, Vaughn Williams, Ray Lynch, and John Luther Adams. In addition to these more traditional composers, he also follows the practice of breaking the rules, much like John Cage and Harry Parch. As he says, those who influence him all seem to be just a bit off the beaten path. Composers approach their craft from various directions. Some compose at the keyboard, while others hear the music in their heads. Stevens works with lyrics before improvising melodies at the keyboard. Rhythmic elements and note durations are an important consideration, though it is approached differently for each piece. To maintain flow within the work, Stevens conducts and sings as he composes. He feels that simplicity is key in many of his works. He will often omit tempo, dynamics, and other types of markings to encourage interpretation. Quote, in the end, I just want people to expand their concept of choral music, end quote. Creating challenging music that pushes boundaries is what he strives for. The work Create in Me is a sensitive setting of a familiar text. The words are taken from Psalm 51, verses 10 through 15, written by David at a difficult time in his life. These words were chosen by the composer to reflect a personally difficult time. In choral circles, the text is most often connected to Carl Mueller's popular setting for choir. Stephen's work has a faint hint of Mueller in the beginning, described by the composer as, quote, a fairly predictive church style, end quote. His use of chromaticism and suspensions at the request, do not cast me away from your presence, and the plea not to take the Holy Spirit from me, give a clear picture of the composer's fear. 
Yet the tonality that wanders a bit does not leave one quite lost and alone. The fear gives way to an unresolved, though stable comfort, ending on the dominant chord of the tonal area. After the multiple pleas for a restoration of the joy of salvation, the composer gives a promise of teaching other sinners about God. The tonic of D comes back to offer stability, once again, though it is short-lived. Harmonic tension grows to the point of to you, which also shifts to a 3-4 meter. Here the composer uses hemiola, a method of creating a different feel rhythmically than what the meter suggests, and three chords to move into another tonal area. The first chord is a pair of clashing dyads, perfect fourth of D-sharp and G-sharp, and an augmented fifth of F and C-sharp. This grouping moves to an A-sharp minor seventh with a lowered five, A-sharp, C-sharp, E, G-sharp, and then on to an E7 chord, preparing the listener for the final tonal area of A. The final section of the piece is a quiet plea for redemption. The sopranos are used as the cornerstone of the ensemble, intoning an A until the end. The remaining voices move in and out of the texture with simple chant-like lines. It is the calm after the storm. I hope you will take some time to visit Joseph Stevens' website. Again, that's www.stephensmusic.com and look for his music. It is a wonderful collection of contemporary writing that can be suited to a variety of choirs. Please join me next week for Crotchets and Quavers. Until then, I'm Jason Runnels, wishing you a great day and a wonderful week.